everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. You know, we've been getting a lot of crazy information, a lot of unwanted news, you know, since we couldn't go into the out. But my guest, Irene Calm Gablenick, actually focuses on some really good things. And she's going to help us out. So let's take a moment out and I'll be right back with Irene. So guys, like I was saying, I have Irene Gable neck. And you guys know that I'm always talking about saving money and sometimes making money. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this woman tells you how to go from saving money to making money. So just with a change of your mindset, Irene, introduce yourself to my listeners. Hey, Coupon Queen. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Hi, I'm Irene Gablenick, and I am in the process of changing my name to Calm because that's who I want to be. Um, if you ever saw the, the movie Wild, um, Cheryl Strayed wrote the book starring Reese Witherspoon, and uh, she changed her name to Strayed because it, she, that's how she felt she was. Well, I'm changing my name to Calm because that's who I want to be. Oh, wait. No, hold on. Before you... Okay, you know what? Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. You know I don't normally do this, but... Um, I have to reintroduce her. Did she really say she was changing her name? I have to reintroduce her. So, ladies and gentlemen, with reintroduction, here is Irene Calm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And um, I'm here to talk to you today about um, not only saving money, but making money. And just that shifting your mindset um, to, you know, there is an abundance, there's always money flowing throughout the universe. And, um, it's great to save. It's great to have money put away for a rainy day. But if you have that abundance mindset that money will always flow easily and effortlessly and to make smarter decisions and sometimes to invest in yourself. So sometimes spending money can help you make more money and just, it's really all just about living um, a healthy, uh, prosperous and happy life, right? Definitely, definitely. So, okay. So we're not going with that whole, you know, money is evil thing because we always hear that. No, guys. In other words, it's really a matter of saying, hey, you know what? Believe it or not. And, and I've always dealt with this. Money is a tool. It's meant to be used. Come in. You know, like when you get that bright, shiny hammer or that screwdriver or Gentlemen, that amazing drill that you've been eyeing in Home Depot or Lowe's forever with all the little things that you add. Or ladies, you know, let, let, let me talk to my cooks, my home cooks now. You know, that one mixer that you want that's been like $700 that comes with all the little doohickeys and makes, helps you make, you know, homemade ice cream for your family. And you're like, Oh my gosh, when I have that, I'm going to do so many things. Well, money's kind of the same thing. It is, exactly. And, um, and you know, honestly, and I love where you're going with that because you can turn that $700 home mixer into something that can generate you money. Um, you can uh, write a cookbook publish a cookbook. You can start your own, um, you know, your own live uh, cooking show. You can bake cookies and sell them at, you know, I mean, there are so many things that you can do that you can, um, you know, and once you make money doing just one of those things, even if it's just a one sale, one cookie sale, and now you can call that profit, that mixer, that $700 mixer that you just bought now becomes um, an expense, a business expense, which is a tax write-off. 
Ooh. Something to think so about. So you can write off your appliances? Is this what I'm if, hearing? If you have a home business yes. where you are profiting, whether it's uh, selling um, baked goods or um, you know a cooking show or a cookbook that you're selling and profiting from, um, or if you want to teach a cooking class, everything's online and there are so many people who don't know how to cook. They're used to eating out. They're, um, you know, they're, they're realizing that, you know, now that they're home, right, with everything going on in our crazy world right now, there are a lot right. of people right now, you know, I had a friend um, go on, uh, on Facebook and just say, who, please, someone tell me how to cook a steak. And I just jumped wow. on here real quick and I told her three minutes on this side, three minutes on that side for media mirror, you know, blah, 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 make sure the girl's hot, you know, and I just give her a quick tutorial and she's like, thanks, you know, how long to marinate it. So it could be something as simple as that, teaching a cooking course. And now right. you have- So in other words, you could just be giving advice and people will, you know, flock to you depending upon their need. Exactly. Exactly. You can start a YouTube channel, a vlog, or a blog. There are so many ways to make extra money or little side hustles. And I've made money so many ways over the past few years that, you know, I feel like I have to give back and share with people. I've gotten paid to freelance, right? I started an Amazon store, made a couple hundred dollars. I've, I've, you know, affiliate marketing, I've made money so many different ways that, uh, um, and I just want to help as many people as possible because there's nothing like that feeling of having a, a bill that's due. Right. And, you know what I mean? Not being able to pay it. Um, and I think that's really what people are getting now because in other words, and, and, and let's be honest, let's be transparent. People were working paycheck to paycheck before. So now with having to be at home with so many changes, and a lot of those things are sitting and looking at you and you're like, uh, how do I do this? So, yeah. Well, you know, another thing that I really want to bring up, um, you know, because, uh, because queen, you are the queen of saving and, um, a lot of ways to save money is to buy used items through like offer up or yes. let go, um, marketplace and you would be surprised. And I really believe that one man's trash is another man's treasure. And everything that you have in your house that might seem like something that should be discarded as trash, you would be surprised. Right. Exactly. Who would buy it? Exactly. But there are people that looking for, you know, parts. So here's an example. So I, um, I was, I was cleaning out the garage and I had a box of old pool supplies. I had a pool in years. I don't know. I found this box in the back. Wow. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to take this to the curb. And then I read somewhere, I'm like, you know, people are looking for parts. Now, if, if that had gone to a land dump, I wouldn't have found the people who needed those parts who were so happy. I, you, you just, I can't even tell you. I posted them within less than a few hours. Someone responded and said, oh my gosh, I need those hoses for my pool. Wow. And I said, you know, I happen to have a, a few other things. I think I made $100 from a box of items that I was going to take to the curb. What? I'm wow. not thinking. Is that a win-win situation? That's and definitely a win-win situation. And I'll be very honest because... The fam clan, you know, part of the fam clan, especially with things like cars, um, a lot of a lot of business is made, and I mean, there are whole businesses made, believe it or not, from used car parts. Oh yeah, absolutely, and even appliances, right? Machines, dryers. You don't want to have to buy a whole new dryer if there's one tiny little part, right? Sometimes it could be three, four days, right? Before the, the Sears, you know, Kenmore guys show up before you can even get on their schedule. To exactly, get exactly. And sometimes it's just a small part. So you're, you're absolutely right about that. Um, it's, you can buy and sell 
on eBay, on um, Craigslist, on Facebook, right, right. on Marketplace. Um, I don't know why, but Facebook Marketplace has definitely been the place that I have found the easiest to, to sell. And maybe it's because you can select very specific groups right. for items, right? And isn't that addicting? It is. It is. It's, it's quite so a I myself, even if I'm not buying something, just looking like, ooh, they've got that. They've got that. And, and, it, and the thing is, I think the other thing is that it's so local. You'd be very surprised who is like around the corner from you selling something. Exactly. And I don't know about you, but like I got addicted to getting cash for trash. Cash for trash. Oh I mean, my gosh. Yes. Yes. I'll, I'll be very honest. When the money starts to flow, guys, it can be very, very like, okay, so I know that there's something coming in. When's the next one coming in? But the thing is, like you said, to keep that balance. Yeah. To really keep that balance. And it's like, what else can I sell? Right. <laughs> like how, how much stuff you'll find in your basement, in the back of your closet, clothes with tags on that you forgot to return. I mean, it, it really is amazing when you just start looking around at things you're not using. Right. You know, it's how much so money, money you can realize you have. So it's- It a, is. It is so crazy. So, okay. Like- doing that but like how do we say okay you know what is the first thing to really get into this mindset of like you know not saying hey i i because i i know people like that are like you know you'll find out that you have that one friend that's like always crying broke but it's like you happen to get a glimpse of their you know their balance at the atm and it's like okay, why do you have $5,000 saved? And I just had to loan you like $30. <laughs> like, you know, and it's like, well, that's for a rainy day. How do we get out of that mindset of, you know, having to save, having to save, having to save. And then, I mean, to me, it's something that blocks the flow of new money coming in. Well, first of all, if you have $5,000 sitting in a savings account making barely any interest, you should be investing that money. You should be turning that money into more money. And everyone should definitely have that, um, you know, that, that, that safety fund and have that that they don't touch. Um, a lot of people suggest, though, a better place is to have it hidden somewhere in cash. But that's, you really should be investing a certain percentage. And I'm, and I'm not the best at this either, but I have been, you know, really trying to focus on investments and stocks and how to, um, how to turn money into more money. And there are so many ways to do that. And even if it's investing in a course that teaches you how to do something, it's not a cost. It's an investment. So when I decided to become a writer, I invested literally thousands of dollars to learn how to become a better writer because I didn't, I, I hadn't written in years. It's something I always wanted to do. I had read a lot of books about it, but it wasn't until I went to a live event and started learning from like the top copywriters and writers in in the world, honestly, that I was able to finally um, turn turn my writing career into into money, into an actual business. Wow. Okay. Wow. So here's the question, and I think the people that struggle with this the most are moms. Hmm. And how do you say, okay, you know what? I am going to invest in myself. And I'll be very honest, guys, I was there. I could, if, if the kids asked for, you know, the next $100 thing, I had no problem shelling out $100. But it was like, okay, I need a new blouse. Like, I need this blouse. $10. Do, is there any way where I can find it for maybe like five or six? Like, 
how do you say, okay, you know what, I'm worth this investment? How do you get people into that mindset? Wow, you so hit the nail on the head. And I would be lying if I didn't say I felt the exact same way. I would buy, they would have so many pretty dresses and new shoes and a purse for every outfit. And I wouldn't buy myself a new purse until like it's broken. Right. Right? I mean, I remember even going, flying into New York for a day with a girlfriend. It was like my first, you know, day away after I had my first daughter when she was, you know, a baby. I had like pumped breast milk so that, you know, I could leave for the day. And I wouldn't spend any money on myself. We were going into these shops and I just remember I went into a Kate Spade store and I'm like, no way, I can't do it. I mean, that was a little lavish anyway. But I mean, just treating myself to the day and to lunch was so much for me. Right. But for years, I was the same way. I would not, I would not, I would barely buy myself anything. Um, And I'll be honest with you, it wasn't until my sister passed away that my whole mindset began to shift. So maybe I guess when you, when you start to realize like how, you know, how little time we really have um, and that in an instant, you know, it could all be gone. And she was right. 46, 46 when she died. Wow. I know. Breast cancer. I know she was my, and she was like my person, like my best friend. And um, I'd always wanted to be a writer. And when she was diagnosed with cancer, I wrote, um, I wrote a bucket list. Okay. And one of the things I put on my bucket list was to get published. It wasn't even to write a book. Like that's how, uh, how, like I, how I just wasn't confident in my writing skills. And, um, and I just said I'm an article or something, you know, get published. Right. And, uh, one of the things was climb a mountain and within six weeks I had trained, I had climbed a mountain and, you know, but for some reason writing, I had this cloud, this like fear of, you know, of changing careers. You know, I was a successful realtor. I felt safe and comfortable, but I just knew it's not what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do more. I knew I wanted to create more um, of an impact in the world. Okay. The power of a book I mean, one book can change your life and not just, you know, any book, but your book. And I think I told you um, when we were talking earlier that two months after I wrote my first book, I became the health and fitness expert on a live radio show with over two and a half million listeners. And it really can just change your life. Yes. But it took four years from the time that I wrote that bucket list till the time I finally published and wrote my first book. So it was really a challenge. Um, but at some point I thought, what do I have to lose? And I think, right. it was, I think it was a year after the anniversary of her death. I said, okay, it's been a year since, and I pulled, I think I found that bucket list and I'm like, okay, why haven't I done anything about this? And I, um, I just Googled how to become a writer. Like, seriously, I didn't know what to do. I didn't have any friends who were writers. I didn't, wasn't wow. part of the writing community. I had no clue what I was doing. The few people who, who I did know, my one friend wrote a children's book. She said, I got 27 rejection, rejections. Don't bother. It's too hard. I mean, that's all I was hearing. Right. And, and, and let's talk about that for a minute. I, 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 I want to I talk about that for a minute. Because it always seems like you have a million people that will tell you why you shouldn't. Absolutely. And very few people that, you know, will go with you and say, hey, this is what you want to do. It's not my dream, but it's yours. So let's make it happen. I mean, how do you deal with all the naysayers? Because in other words, if you sit there and listen long enough, you're not even going to attempt anything. So how do you, or how did you even deal with the naysayers such as your friend that were just like, okay, you know what? That, that was her, that was her issue. How do I get past this? Honestly, what you need to do is you need to find a community 
and of people, like-minded people who are doing exactly what you want to do and you have to start um, meeting and connecting with other people. Like you said, you have your podcasting group, right? Right. And those are your people who you can talk about building your dream, your business, your podcast. And I, and I heard this the other day. It was amazing. Oh gosh, I want to give her credit for it. Um, I was, it was a, a challenge I was on with Tony Robbins and Russell Brunson and, um, oh, I can't think of her name. And, and she, oh, it's killing me. I, I, I want to give her credit. But what she said was take your right hand and your left hand and you have your business people in one hand and you have your family and the naysayers in, in the other hand. And sometimes they're not intentionally, you know, they don't want to harm you. Sometimes they want to protect you. But you have a job. Don't quit your job. Don't go after your dream. It's hard. Um, and sometimes they just don't want to see you succeed because right. um, they're envious because they're too afraid to go after their their dream. Right. And those are just not the people to share your dreams and your hopes and dreams with, unless mm -hmm. they're going to support you and build you up. It's it's the people who are doing what you're doing. And even if you're one step behind, um, to follow them, connect with them, because like we were, we said earlier, like you just, you want to help people and right. people want to help other people. It feels good. It feels good for me to help other people write their books or, right. um, you know, help them with their course or help them with their sales page or just friends of mine, you know, who are all entrepreneurs and like-minded business people and you have to connect with those people. It, it's, an, it's almost impossible to do it alone. Um, so find a Facebook community. You know, look for, um, for other, other writers or other um, podcasters or other YouTubers. And you have to connect. And there are so many Facebook groups that you can join to connect. Um, organizations, memberships. Um, like with my, my upcoming course, how to go from blank page to published author, I'm creating a community of a Facebook community where we can all work together, ask questions on um, whether it's support or writer's block or help with a book cover. I mean, you really, really need to connect with other people who build you up, support you right. and when those naysayers, you know, say, oh, this person said this, or I'm feeling doubt, or I'm feeling imposter syndrome, having someone say, oh my gosh, I felt the same way is- Exactly. I mean, you have to have that, right? Yes, you do. You do. You definitely do. I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's and, and I think that's the thing is we fall into the trap with the naysayers we fall into a big trap with the naysayers and that's really what the problem is. I agree. So it's like. 100%. 100% queen. You have that. Um, you have, I mean, it's, it is very, very hard. And it took me a long time. I read a quote um, in a book, the war on letters by Gary Halbert. I mean, I'm a copywriter. So, I mean, I'm just, I follow all the, all the top copywriters and the legendary copywriter, Gary Halbert. And his son said, his son Bond wrote a little note and he said, the idea of you getting rich makes other people sick. Yeah. 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 I, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like those, those friends that you're like, Hey, I got a new job or not even a new job, but in other words, I got a new position. I'm the supervisor. And, and now you know, your friends, because they're your friends, that friend aspect wants to be happy for you. But that coworker aspect is like, why her? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and I've seen even where it's torn, I've seen women that were best friends go from being best friends to enemies in 2.5 seconds because now it's like, oh, well, you know, you can't tell me what to do. Or in other words, even the worst one, which is, you know, oh, well, you know what? My best friend's the supervisor. So guess who doesn't have to work? Oh, wow. And <laughs> that becomes a thing. And it's like, you know, 
and and I've seen where it's like you're now calling them in for for you know job performance problems and it's like listen you're you're not giving up your you know you're not giving your best and it's like well why we you're you're supposed to be my girl you're supposed to be my boy you we we got this like what what are you talking about I'm not supposed to have to work (laughs) it's like wait what (laughs) never experienced that one Oh, I've seen it. I have seen it. And it, and it gets really, really ugly. So yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's one of those things, but how do we maneuver that? How do we maneuver it? I'm telling you exactly what, exactly what I said. You know, you find your tribe and you build your tribe and you, you meet new people and you meet new people who are doing what you want to be doing. Follow them. Uh take their courses, you learn from them, you join their tribe. And, and, and then like people start to follow you and like, how are you doing that? Right. So in other words, exactly where I was getting to, and I know sometimes I, I, I get a little bit, you know, sometimes well, it's, it's hard to follow, but in other words, in other words, don't be afraid to change your tribe exactly. to fit your need. Exactly. You have to, you, you just absolutely have to. Uh, there's just no question. And I, re- I just remember when I went to that first writing conference, I felt like I had come home. I didn't know a single person there. And I am telling you, like the first person I met, she walked up to me, we hugged as if I'd known her my whole life. And we've been friends ever since. And you really, you have to find your tribe. And um, I'm not saying you have to, you know, disconnect with everyone but sometimes you have to keep them at a distance and sometimes right right and i think okay here here's another question how do we work with keeping people at a distance when they're family because sometimes that's a big thing well um i you know and okay let, let okay hold on how do we do it respectfully? Because sometimes that's really the thing. It's like, you don't want to break everyone's heart. You don't want to be insulting. But in other words, this is the route that I'm going. And, you know, right. just letting everybody know to respect your journey. Well, as I was telling you, and I remember her name, Jenna Kutcher is her mm-hmm. name. And she taught this. She is amazing. She is just extremely, she uh, started her own business as a photographer. Now she's working, collaborating with Tony Robbins and Russell Brunson. Like, I mean, she has taken her business to a whole nother level. Wow. And she um, taught this thing, like I said, the right hand and the left hand. And I can't remember which was which, but so, so you think of, you know, when you're talking to someone, a family member, and you're at that picnic, right? And right away they're like, you know, when are you gonna get a job? And what are you just right, right. doing? Or are you still writing? Are you making any money with that? What do you mean you're a writer? You know, whatever. Um, you just, you know, smile politely, you know, and just say, yeah, beautiful weather. You know, they're not the uh. person to talk to. And there's nothing wrong with saying no. If you, um, if you can't go to an event because you have a deadline or you can't risk losing that mindset because you have a big launch coming up or something and you have to focus on work, it's okay to say no. And you don't have to, um, and you don't have to feel bad about it and you don't even have to explain why. Just say, no, I have another obligation. Oh, I love that. I love that. So you don't have to give the explanation with the word no. Just no, this is not what I'm doing. Absolutely not. They don't need to know what you're doing. I don't care if you're taking a bath and painting your toenails. They don't need to know why you can't come that night. I have I have a prior engagement. I have another obligation. Right. Catch you next time. And that's it. Wow. Okay. Bath and a glass of wine and paint your toenails is what you needed, and you don't want to hang out with the family, and it's right. okay because you have to take care of you. And wow. You take care of your kids, and for all those moms we were talking about out there, right? You, if you're not happy and you don't feel good about yourself, and you're not treating yourself to either whatever whatever your thing is. I hate getting my nails done. I'm, I'm a control freak. I hate sitting there. I'm very, you know, I. <laughs> 
to myself and go for a run than sit there and have someone. But if that's your thing and you like to, um, uh, you know, whatever it is, whether it's to take a bath right. and put a, put a DVD in for a couple of hours and go relax in the, in the bathtub for a little while, it's okay. And it is really okay to treat yourself to that new purse or that blouse that you want because you deserve it. And, and if you're not taking care of the number one person, right? I mean, it's just like when you're on an airplane and I know everyone uses this, but it's true. It is. It's true. You can't take care of a child if you don't have your oxygen mask on and you can breathe. You can't. It's impossible. You're you're panicking. You have to put yours on first. Right, right. You can take care of it. And I remember even when I was breastfeeding, and I remember I had to have a lactation specialist come in. It was my first time, and I was having you know problems. I wasn't giving up. I am not a quitter. Anything I decide, look, I I will I will meet it till the end. I don't care what you throw at me. Um, and it it was a trying, difficult time as a new mom. But one of the things she taught me when she came in, she said, first of all, I don't care if your baby's crying, she's, she's going to get fed. Don't worry about it. Make sure you go to the bathroom, relieve yourself, make sure you have a snack, a big glass of water right next to you, whatever, the remote control, whatever you need, and get yourself in a mindset and comfort and then take your baby into your arms and then you can just relax and then go from there. You have to take care of yourself first. And I remember that, like, you know, always a baby's crying, go to the bathroom first, get a glass of water, then get the baby. And those wow. things, I mean, you think that, you know, it makes all the difference. In right. The all the difference. Because then you can sit there with your baby and you're like, I'm all yours now. Right. In other words, you're comfortable and now you can concentrate on your loving child. Exactly. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know what? I never even, I never even thought that, you know, because we think, believe it or not, from motherhood, we think toddler stage on. We don't usually think, you know, new baby, you know, if you, if you train yourself on your mindset from then, it now sets the stage for everything else going forward. It does. It really, really does. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you have to take a shower, wash your hair before you go to the playground. You know, I mean, some of those days get hard, but you know, you have to take care of yourself. Throw a little makeup on before you go to the playground. Don't, you don't have to throw sweats on and take your daughter to the playground because she's, you know, mommy, mommy, you know, tugging. Right, right. And, and, and ladies, I'll be very honest. It doesn't even have to be a lot of makeup. Your face does not have to be beat. You don't have to go out looking like Kim Kardashian. In other words, just a little lipstick, a little eyeshadow, even just a little mascara makes you, you'd be surprised how much you're like, you know, you're like batting your eyes at the other moms. Do you notice anything different? You know, (laughs) (laughs) but it's your mindset. It's your whole mindset. It is your mindset. And I went through, I mean, I, I went through a really tough time and, um, I'd put on weight. I couldn't, I couldn't lose the weight with the second, with my second daughter, like with my first, it came off fast. Right. But then your second, I was carrying around at least an extra 20 pounds and I let my hair go. Like I stopped, um, you know, blowing out my hair. I would just kind of let it go. And I, you know, and I'd look in the mirror and I just, I didn't feel good about myself. And just dropping that weight, I started, I started, you know, getting my hair highlighted and I started straightening it. I just started spending a little bit more time on myself and what a world of difference. It's like, oh, mom, I wasn't really happy Then I became a realtor. I, um, I got out of a bad marriage. I wrote my first book. I became the health and fitness expert on a radio show. And now I help people get published. I'm about to start my own publishing company. Taking care of yourself can change your life. Right. 
five pounds can turn to 10 pounds, to 20 pounds, to dropping two dress sizes, to changing, to looking 10 years younger, to feeling confident and happy and better about yourself and giving you the confidence to go after that thing, whatever it is, your dream, whether it's to be a writer, to be a podcaster like you, right? Look at you, how you've grown your show to 10,000 listeners, you know, from, from starting with one, right? Your mom, you went from one person listening, your family, five people to 10,000 listeners. And look at how many lives you're changing now. That, yeah, I never, you know, the funny thing, I never even thought of that. Absolutely. I never, I never even thought of that. It's just like, you know what? And, and I'll be very honest. I started this journey, not thinking anyone wanted to hear anything I had to say. And it was just like, okay, but I knew I wrong. wanted to do this. <laughs> And why were you wrong? And it's okay because in the beginning, you really don't have many listeners. So if you mess up, it's okay. It's a learning experience. It is. It's a very, it's a very big learning experience. It is. And now you're a pro and you're so confident. You have all the people to think about. And even if your thing, like whatever you decide, anyone out there in the audience listening right now, what if you only change one life? What if you save only one life? Isn't it worth it? Right. And, and, and guys, I've always talked about this in couponing. In other words, when you want to start saving money on even just your grocery budget, I tell you guys, 2% makes a difference. It doesn't even seem like a lot when you're talking about a dollar, but if your grocery bill is normally a hundred dollars, that's $2 less. That's $2 that you have to put somewhere else. And doing that more than once. And that's what it is. Those small changes, those small changes that build up to larger changes. This even couponing, this wasn't something that I learned overnight. I mean, you guys know, if you listen to any of my backstory, I tell you my first thing, I watched that show that everyone watched the extreme couponing and flubbed the big time. I went $200 over my budget because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. But I like, like Irene said, I got with people, I got a tribe, I got a tribe of couponers and someone was willing to say, Hey, you know what? Call me every week. If you need, you know, this is what it is, is knowing what you want to do, knowing what you want to do and making those small changes. And she was the one that taught me that 2% rule. And it was building from there and building from there and building from there. Oh my gosh. Like I won't even buy like, you know, like unless I have like a $5 coupon at CVS, you know, for certain things, like I won't even <laughs> buy it until I get the coupon and I'll wait. I know on Thursday I get that 40% off email. So if it's something like, you know, a larger, you know, thing like, you know, I don't know, contact solution or something that's $10 or $10, whatever, or, you know, anything, makeup. And I'm like, oh, well, Thursday, I know I have that 40% off coupon. And man, if it's $10, I mean, that's $4 off. Right, right. And that's the thing. It's like knowing and planning. And so I am so with you, Irene, because that's what it is, is saying, okay, those little changes, those little changes. Yeah. I mean, everybody goes, okay, well, how did you get to doing a thousand dollar Thanksgiving for $200. It didn't start overnight. It didn't start overnight. That's why I started the Thanksgiving challenge guys. It's like, how do we do this? How, how are we going to get everything for Thanksgiving for under a hundred? And that's coming right up at this point. Yeah, it's coming right up. Oh, well, I need to know your secrets about that. So it's like, you have to, you have to, but if, if I wouldn't have taken that small step, if I would have given up, if I would have listened to the naysayers and guys, don't get me wrong. And, and, and I know I'm being a little bit more transparent than probably some, some of my other couponer friends want me to be. But if I've had people, you know, what coupons are just, it's, it's, it's too complicated. It takes too much time. I can't. If I sat back and listened to that, 
I'll be very honest, CQP moments wouldn't be here. Oh my God. And so much of it's so easy now. It's right on your app. Exactly. Like, exactly. Exactly. Like, go into a store until I do a quick Google search or check the app. <laughs> this shipping i hate paying for shipping there's got to be a free shipping coupon somewhere oh my gosh yes i always tell people i have an allergy to full price (laughs) (laughs) i hear you there but then you can take that money i mean you're buying the same thing you're saving money right you can invest that money back yourself yes i mean i've done it i've done it we, I, the fam clan has stock. I mean, this is not something, and it's just a matter of looking and believe it or not, I, I was doing this, not thinking about doing it, Irene, but I took a course on, you know, learning to read the, the stock sheets, learning how to figure out what's going on. And when I did that, it was like, okay, well, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. So ladies, I'm going to be very honest, stay at home moms, it can be done. It can be done. And I mean, this may have to actually be another, another episode, but guys, invest in yourselves. We all have to invest in ourselves. We have to put that mask on. We have to, you know, make sure that we're breathing so that we can make sure everyone else is breathing because guess what? You run out of oxygen and you're not breathing. You can't help anyone. You really can't help anyone. So yeah. Exactly. You're so spot on about that. Absolutely. I love that. I absolutely love that. So Irene, before we wrap everything up, let's talk about this amazing writing course that you're doing this, how to get from no writing to writing in five weeks. Well, I have written over a dozen books now, and I use a simple system, a 10-step system that um, actually you can download your free guide. I have a newsletter, which I'm turning into a book. It started with a 10-step checklist. Now it's a 28-page newsletter, and now it's going to be a published book. One book can change your life, how to write, publish, and promote your first book. And um, because what I'm finding is that people need um, a little bit more. You need that connection. You need that support. You need that, uh, uh, you know, you know, someone, you know, making sure that you're doing all of the steps. And, uh, and so I guide you step by step in five weeks on how to write and, uh, pub- and publish, publish your first book, the fastest and easiest way to get published. But you can download your free guide is the perfect way to get started if you go to um, thepowerofwriting.com and your free guide is right there. I also have, um, I have the same newsletter at irenegablenick.com where you can, well, you, where you can sign up, you'll get notifications about the upcoming course. And you know, why, why would you want to write a book? And I, I know a lot of people say, I've always wanted to write a book, but the idea seems daunting. And once you know that simple 10 step process, I'm, I'm like, I'm not kidding. If you even just do the first few steps that I teach, that daunting feeling just instantly goes away. It's wow. like, I can do this. I can do this. And here's okay. the thing. Queen, you don't even need to be a writer. Really? No, you can, um, you can write a book in a weekend. You can voice it and you can hire a ghostwriter like me. Oh, wow. I mean, you, you don't even, you can share your story. You can hire someone to actually do the writing for you. Right. There are so many different ways and you can still share your story, share your knowledge, share your expertise. Oh a God. lot of people use a, like, use a writing coach like me who help guide you. I tell you exactly what you need to do, how to promote it, how to start your author's website, how to do right. Age, how to promote it, how to get on shows like yours, right? Wow. Oh my gosh. And and the fastest and easiest way to get published, you wouldn't believe how easy it is nowadays to get published. And self-publishing now is so widely recognized. Right. It is. It's not the way it used to be, where you have to get rejection after rejection. Right. 
question. It's not like that anymore. And a lot of, um, a lot of famous authors are now self-publishing. Ah. It's, it's a changing industry and it's amazing. And, um, you know, if, you know, you can, you can sell your book for extra income, you can turn your book into a course. There's so many ways you can make money with that book too. Wow. Um, building your brand. Um, obviously, oh God, I love, I love sharing the story of the Barefoot Contessa. Do you know who that is? I know. Yes, I know who the Barefoot Contessa is. I love that show. No, I love her. And, you know, she was a, um, like a financial analyst at the Pentagon. And what? She was, I'm not even kidding you. True story. She, she hated her life. She, she was miserable. Um, you know, she was, I, I don't know what she did accounting or statistics and, you know, and she says to her husband one day, she saw, um, a store for sale in the Hamptons, like a little, like a, a little, just a, a local little store, gourmet food store. And she said, honey, I want to quit my job and buy this store. And he said, all right, let's do it. And she wrote her first cookbook and um, she was promoting her cookbook and the Food Network got wind of her and contacted her. And now she has over 10 million copies of her cookbooks sold. Wow. And for those of you, yeah, for those of you who don't know about the Barefoot Contessa, she is on the Food Network and we're talking about none other than Ina Garten, the one that I learned what good vanilla was and not so great vanilla. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is awesome. Never too late to change your career. It's never too late to change your life. I mean, one book, one cookbook. One Talk about book. changing your tribe. Right? <laughs> Wow. I mean, she just lives in the, in the Hamptons and now she has her own cooking show. She has, you know, millions of copies of her, of her cookbooks sold. I mean, you, you want to talk about a life change. That's definitely a life change. Definitely a life change. Wow. I mean, it all starts with one thing and that is just getting started. Wow. That is super awesome you can get started by downloading my my guide i was gonna say guys you can get started by downloading all of those great things and if you don't know if you kind of feel like you got lost in the source don't worry about it you guys know all of her information will be in the show notes so that you won't miss a thing i mean oh my gosh i'm sitting here like mind blown right now. I know. I love those <laughs> stories. I just absolutely love, I, you know, you talk about the naysayers. Well, I just like get high off of hearing happy success stories. Yes. I love it. I love it. And the thing is, you know, I, I think the great thing, Irene, is when you realize all of it started with a choice Absolutely. and following that choice. Absolutely. One decision. One, one decision. decision. If, if we could help one person right now, yeah. right, Queen? One person right one now. One person right now. Life and they download that checklist, they write that book, and it turns into something that changes their life, then it was all worth it. It was definitely all worth it. So, guys, definitely get with Irene's resource, get with her writing course, get the newsletter. And oh my gosh, like get that mindset change. Cause I'm always talking about that. Get that mindset change, you know, from saving money to making money. And another thing you guys can do, remember, you can always push rewind on this to find out, guess what, how you can learn to sell parts of old things or even some of the old things you're not using. I mean, oh my gosh, we've covered so much. We have covered so much. There's always money to be found. See, and that's the cool thing. There is, there is, there's always money to be found. And that mindset shift, it's like if you get into that panic mode, you'll never figure it out. You have to just say, 
I, you know, it's coming. There's always, there's always money flowing and there's always abundance and having that abundance mindset and knowing that it's out there and you can just, it can start flowing to you. And if it's just selling that one little thing, even if it's $10, you know, like, whoa, that was $10 for something I was going to throw away. And then it's $20. And then someone walks in and they, you know, you sold that one $10 thing. And, and now all of a sudden they're like, oh, what else do you have to sell? And like, right. I mean, I've, I've done, I've done garage sales like that. I mean, with COVID now it's a little bit, you know, but there are ways you can make the exchange without even having cash exchange hands. You can, you can, um, uh, there are, are, are cash apps and things like yeah. that, you know, for free where you can just exchange the money, um, mm-hmm. or if leave the item outside, there are still ways to do it safe. Right, right. I but mean, that one yeah. thing to yeah. take the mind off, you know, it's like, wow, I just got a hundred dollars and now I don't have to worry about that. And how can I get more money? Right? right. And that's always the thing. Well, how can I get more? How can I make it work? You know? And, and that's really what it is. Wow. Right. So thank you so much, Irene. Like I said, again, all of her information will be in the show notes. So you won't miss a thing, you know, make sure you get in contact with her. Take her writing course. Take the course. Going from not being a writer to published in five weeks. Come on, guys. It's a win-win. It's definitely a win-win. I mean, come on and get the newsletter because just like me, she's here to help. So let's get the help. Sometimes that's what it is to saying, you know what? I don't know how to do this. And I need to go to the people that know how to do this. So yeah. But thank you, Irene, so much. I have learned so much, so, so much. Well, thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure. I have to find out how you how you uh, get away with Thanksgiving for $200. Can't wait to hear about that. Too. Oh, I definitely will. I definitely will share that with you. Absolute pleasure. I love your show. I love what you're doing. Just keep Thank helping you. people. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Guys, wasn't that amazing? I hope that you enjoyed that as much as I did. Thank you again, Irene Calm. And make sure you guys check out her website and all of the great things that she has going on. All of the information will be in the show notes, of course, so you won't miss anything. Guys, as always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. Hey, this is Chewy, host of Screaming Chewy Show podcast, and you're currently listening to CQP Moments. Stay tuned.